0: Grow Setting your foot where the sand is untrodden, the ocean
1: that Alright,
0: for this episode we'll be talking about The Incredible String Band and The Hangman's Beautiful Daughter. In the room I have Rob, yeah. Adam, and yep. Ben. The Hangman's Beautiful Daughter is the third album by the Scottish psychedelic folk group The Incredible String Band, or... ISB, and was released in March of 1968 on Elektra Records. It was Electra. produced by Joe Boyd, and the genre is psychedelic folk, acid folk. In 1963, acoustic musicians Rob Williamson and Clive Palmer began performing together weekly as a traditional folk duo in Edinburgh at a club called The Crown Bar, which also regularly featured Bert Yonch. The group was looking to add a third member, and after an audition, local rock musician Mike Heron won the slot, and the trio took the name The Incredible String Band. Engineered by John Wood using a 24-track technology, Hangman's Beautiful Daughter stands as The Incredible String Band's undisputed classic among critics and musicians alike, Williamson and Heron employed a vast array of instruments on these songs, including sitar, panpipe, mandolin, guitars, Hammond B3, dulcimer, harpsichord, panpipes, water harp, and harmonica. The songs were much more freeform and experimental than their previous outings, including a 13-minute, very cellular song. It is considered the most ambitious, focused, and brilliantly executed record in the ISB catalog. (laughs) Many musicians have acknowledged this record and band as an influence, including Bob Dylan and Robert Plant, who touted its influence on Led Zeppelin's first album and general direction. All right, go ahead and have at it, guys. What did we think of The Incredible Street Band? I am sad that oh Uncle
1: Robert God. said anything about this band, and I was also very sad. Oh, I actually wasn't actually that surprised that Robert Plant was like, oh, yeah, this gave us the, the, I am
2: the direct. Really? Both Uncle Roberts. Really? Well, no. This this does not sound like Zeppelin. But the themes that are discussed
3: in the lyrics do sound like. Zeppelin. Oh, yeah,
2: like Lord of the Rings and shit. But uh, but, but no.
3: It just sounds like somebody no, it, mining folklore, and like not editing it.
2: Yeah, but
1: th- <laughs> but like th- it's th- th- it's think, think about young Robert Plant. What what was he? All of
2: nineteen at this point. Wait, no. Uh, well, Zeppelin Zeppelin One came out in '68. It's
0: the same year.
3: Yeah. Well, but
2: don't. it
0: inspired. It inspired sort of the, the sort of. Well,
2: a, maybe Plant was inspired, and then he took this inspiration into the studio, he and like, all what three if other made guys it good?
0: Like,
2: <laughs> nah, nah, man. How about we just rock? <laughs> yep. I yep. Mean, d- dorky shit. I call this one "Good Times, Bad Times." It shreds. <laughs> Uh, I'll be—I'll be, I'll
1: be honest with you. I hated almost everything, with the exception of the Minotaur song, which oh I found to be the most endearing thing I have heard in a very long time. That's a nice
3: way of looking at it. Uh, Sarah was like, "Wait, tell me more about the Minotaur," because like we were listening to it, and she was just like, it was like a full eye roll, like it like goes all the way around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just. I just like this is done with so little skill from a songwriting <laughs> standpoint. I can't believe that like a master like Bob Dylan would hear this and just be like, nailed it. A then, lot of drugs, man. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. it's this post motorcycle accident. Yeah. <laughs> Here's, but Here's the thing too. No, it's just it so might not be
0: this album because they were a very folk yeah. band before this. This really yeah. pushes it into the we're I'm, weirdos.
3: I, I see, like, this is almost parody, man. Like, I see the personality, but my, yeah, my, when you say parody, my first impression of this record was this one, this is, n- this is not something that should be listened to today. And, like, we should not be revisiting this in no, any, this no, should not be no. celebrated in any. Anyway, this should be relegated. This is like the room of albums where you're like, you're like, what's that no, really no, bad movie? No.
0: I take umbrage with that because the room is engaging. Okay, okay. From from okay from the first part to the end, it's I engaging the entire time. So
3: what I'm trying to say is that's like you know when you watch an anachronistic movie, yeah, that's just like this is a mess. But like the only reason that you would ever watch it is because it's a mess. Like that's the only way I see this fitting into history. It's so badly organized and it's Scope that it's like for just from a songwriting standpoint, I don't understand like why anyone would value it. I don't. I just don't get it. Um, my first impression was it sounded like a, a scene from uh, Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox Story, where they're just like make. They're like, oh, here's some goofy folk psychedelica, or
1: a mighty wind. Yeah. honestly. or a mighty
3: wind. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't like this is the stuff that I think that they're um, they're doing a great job of replicating in those films.
1: Yeah. This is the thing that that killed me. Like, this, like, certain tracks off this would be, would seem appropriate for Doctor Demento to play, but fucking John Peel, John John Peel was fucking all over this. Yeah, Just like, oh, greatest thing ever, like. What what happened in 1968? Why did everyone lose their goddamn mind?
3: <laughs> drugs. No, the I answer don't... is drugs.
1: <laughs> uh, oh my um, goodness. I would
3: so rather listen to like A lifetime of Tiny Tim over this. Oh no! Like Tiny Tim uh, had some bangers. No, but I'm just trying to say, like, if you want to listen to something that's just like weird and has like some like out there personality, like he does some similar vocal deliveries at times with his like kind of voice. It's like Tiny Tim. I'd rather hear that. That that's gonna do it for me. This this is just like clutter.
1: For yeah. the, the song we're listening to right now, Witch's Hat, I just wrote down, now I don't like witches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but witches are so cool. <laughs> they, well, they used to be. Oh. Uh,
0: there's a good song about a witch on the next one we'll talk about. <laughs> okay. Uh, can somebody explain to me the boing sound? Uh, boing, because- it's a Jaws
3: harp. Okay. Yeah. Okay. A, a G's harp? Uh, I, uh, I think it is the... Dumbest sound known to man, and I used it for the first song on my songs I sing at my dog, Perfect Robert. <laughs> and I specifically said to David, the only instruments I want in this song, other than our stupid voices, are if you will please play a Jaws harp and wind chimes, and then make them sound stupider than normal. You think, think like, that That's a, the application.
2: On a stupid scale, do you think that uh, jaw harp uh, ranks higher than slide whistle? We also use the slide whistle on the same <laughs> record, uh, uh, but uh,
3: but the thing is, like for real, uh, I think it's stupider. I actually, I really do. I think it is like there's no application that's not for comedy that that it really works. Snoopy, and they're about, just they what? got it all over the place. Yeah. Snoopy so was like,
1: a big fan of it, and I'm a fan of Snoopy. But so that's so funny, yeah, like. <laughs> oh.
0: Is there, like, an Appalachian, like...
3: This is way too serious.
2: I've heard some, yeah, like... Like a mandolin. Some Appalachian songs
0: where uh, a jaw
2: harp's keeping some kind of... Rhythm. Not this. Yeah, yeah. Not
0: this album, though. But it's no.
3: always supposed to be, like, goofy, kind of. I feel like it's supposed to have, like, a lighthearted quality. Like, they're using it during, like, dramatic Oh, they're moments. dead serious. Yeah. It's, like, the most
2: serious. <laughs> I think these guys are... Are they are serious? Inc- I think that they're tell. incredibly serious okay. about every part of their life. No. I think that these guys have absolutely no sense but of humor. But they it's invited, a look at a they invited their,
0: you know, their... Uh, significant others to be to do oh, Licorice in. McKinney? Oh you're talking about
2: oh yeah. licorice, licorice, yeah. yeah.
0: licorice? Licky? Yeah. Oh Licorice Licky? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Licky and Rose?
1: Yeah. I, I wrote down at least Licorice McKinney was employed for a bit with her finger <laughs> symbols <laughs> because of
3: tokens right. Say good night. Lay down my dear sister.
0: Won't you lay and take your rest. Won't you lay your head upon your Savior's breast? And I love you. But Jesus loves you the best. And I bid you good night. Good night. Good night. Lord, I bid you good night. Good night. One of these mornings, bright, early, and fine. Good night. Good night.
3: Cricket,
0: spirit gonna me Good We're about to start a very cellular song, which I did find engaging. It's like a minute in, they start doing sort of a chant. It's kind of like a folk melody, and I was, I was kind of like, that's, you know what, that's okay. Uh, what
1: cult took this for their fucking like? Yeah. Uh, the, this is the prayer that we sing now. <laughs> nice. Like, wasn't wasn't actually a cult that did it? Like, it's I a thirteen-minute it. prayer that they do. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, it's based it's based on a prayer.
1: No, I mean like seriously, like some somewhere on that uh that Wikipedia thing, uh z- some idiots took it as a uh
3: like <laughs> this is this is what we do now <laughs> because of this fucking this band. I think what's challenging about this group is that there's moments where I think it's working and like I don't hate his voice. I don't hate I like some of the like classic sounding melodies. It's just the, you hear the like, melody? I mean sometimes I'm not saying specifically the song that we're hearing right now but I'm just saying there are, there are moments yeah. where I I can hear it working right. a little bit but this record is like 75% cutting room floor. It's just they needed like I mean obviously they were they did fine on their own but like for me to understand this record it needed a, the touch of somebody who cares about it. Like and it just feels really just all just messy
2: yeah is this that we're listening to right now is this what you're talking about yes this is fine
0: yes yeah. it is i believe the amoeba section i'm, I'm oh I'm the having, amoeba I'm, section <laughs> i'm having a hard time uh it was adopted as a closing prayer uh by yoga students during the 1960s yeah
2: but so much so much of this record i would say yeah. like 80 percent of this record is
0: like like like, I, I don't know if you guys, like... Have ever gone to a hippie's house and then... Uh, <laughs> yeah, <ruck> yeah. <laughs> <egged out laughs> ...at someone's house. Like, <laughs> like uh, my mom grew up Catholic, and like for,
2: like, holidays when I was, like, visiting my grandparents, we'd go to, like, a mass or something, and there would always be, like, a guy, and he would just be, like, saying, like, a, a, like, a prayer or a chant or something... But he'd say it in all these notes, and the notes didn't really have any relation to each other. But he just knew that okay, every word needs to be a different note. Yep. He's like, okay, I got this. That's, I've got that's these Catholic words, that's and every experience. single one, that's every single one warrior. of these words, I guarantee will be saying. a different note. That's this guy's like songwriting style. He's like, he's like, okay, I wrote a little poem. Now I'm just going to sing every word. In a different note, yeah. with
0: no regard for what. In a scale. I mean, it's still. I mean, maybe. So, sort of. Who knows? Uh, also, I'm very disappointed the Sell You song is actually just three songs, right? Can we just acknowledge these are just different songs? Yeah. I mean, it's not a 13 minute song. I, yeah. I get very angry when bands say, oh, yeah, this is just one song. No. It's not. It's really not.
3: You You just didn't know what to do. You didn't know what to do,
0: and you're transitioning. You can transition into another song, but you've literally made a completely different song. On
3: the other hand, there's songs like uh, the opposite of that that come to mind, like Paranoid Android by Radiohead, which was literally... I think three separate songs. Yeah. That they managed to somehow combine into that song that sounds like one song that's very wild and interesting. I mean, that song is a fascinating song. Oh, it's yeah. been and it's been like a day in the life. Yeah, yeah. There's it, another one. It can be done. It's a yeah. great just way not to write by a song. the unlistenable
2: stream. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, they, well, they just did the opposite though, which is that they were like, "Well, we have got these three unfinished things, so let's shove them together and maybe we'll sound edgy." <laughs> it's just like, it just. Bad choices, so many bad choices on this record. These guys wouldn't know an edge if it cut their hand.
2: These guys,
1: as of right now, mm-hmm. they're all dead. When Paranoid Andrew came out, <laughs> <laughs> a child that was born is twenty-one.
3: That's wild. Yeah, that's wild. I'm just it's trying to a
1: very cellular thought
3: <laughs> oh. for a very cellular song. I only mention it just because it's like it makes you realize like how. You know that's harder. Yeah, it's harder. To, it's harder to assemble things into a working pattern than it is to just not finish three things and then say that it's one thing. Yeah, and it's it's just a bad. It's just a bad way of doing your work, and it's and it shows. It really shows on this record. Yeah, it ambles so much.
2: This, did this record when it came out? Did it fit on one disc? Yeah. It must have had like, it must have gone right up to the label. This thing is 50 minutes long. It is. Yeah.
3: Mm. Like, normally, they it, yeah. say about
2: like 20, 23 minutes per side,
1: right, right? Yeah,
3: you can go, you can push it. Yeah. Depending on the thickness and everything. Yeah. I don't feel a sense of great musicianship in this group either. Uh,
0: it was before. I listened to some of their early stuff because I was like, there has to be yeah, something going on here. Right. It's folk and it's, it's, Pretty good. I mean, it's it's exactly what you think. Scottish folk music, yeah. you know, Celtic folk music. That, I like Bert Yanch. Exactly. And so this is their, I think this is only in the book because it uh, sort of is that point where they're getting more into the weirdness of psychedelic folk. Like the a year and a half too late. Uh, s- somebody from the books describes the album as a potency to current world music. Movement, you know, something that's like pushing that more, but it's really just bad. And I, this I sounds, think it's just, this sounds just like sloppy the, and
3: like uninspired. You're at a small town farmers market, and there's a bunch of like twenty year old stone guys wearing like ponchos and like just like wearing some other culture's garb, and this is the music they're playing. Like this is this is the stuff that when you see it, it makes you just sigh. Yeah, I'd like
2: to go on record and say. You can rack up as many obscure world instruments as you want on the same record, and it, it's not going to make it good. It doesn't make me like, Robbie
3: oh, Shankar. like,
2: oh, shit, our record's bad, but what if we added a didgeridoo? No. Oh, it's still bad. Shit, let's add some finger cymbals. Oh, it's still bad. Oh, I know a guy's got a bazooki. Oh, shit, they're still bad songs. I what can't believe it. What hammer What else we need to do to make these songs better? I guess, oh, fuck. Oh, oh, who knows how to play oboe?
0: Yeah. Uh, I feel ya. So I have one one more question about this. Uh, how do you guys feel about the acid folk slash weird folk revival in the early 2000s that came out? Like Devandra
2: Bernhardt? Yep, And a,
0: Animal Collective. I ignored it. all those, all I, those bands. I, I actively ignored it
1: and I played songs that were good. <laughs> so fuck all that shit. <laughs> and fuck you if you were into it because it was wow. act, it was it was bad then
2: it was bad way back what then do you think, ben? I like songs and I like melodies and uh, that is a bold mm-hmm. bold position I and, and I, I, I stand behind it <laughs> and you know like, like I don't dislike this album because it's folk I don't dislike this album because it's psychedelic folk I like Tyrannosaurus Rex I like Donovan I dislike this album because it's bad it is mm-hmm. poorly done and they tried to cover it up feels their lazy. they tried to cover up their laziness and their shit songwriting just by it's two per it's two people and they have a 24 channel recorder and it doesn't make it any better you know it's, what i say to that
1: had four tracks <laughs> and they were yes. two people yes. and it was awesome yes yes <laughs>
2: This record cannot be fixed by more tracks and more instruments. No. It can be fixed by writing a fucking song, asshole. I, I That's think my take on that.
3: For the to answer your question about the two thousands Yeah. That's I remember when that was all happening because I was I was playing a lot of concerts and like, all people man. were talking about the Vanderbilt Barnhart and like Animal Collective and everything. And, uh, you know, I would, I would listen to it and, it and it just did not click for me. I, I thought I, I guess the word I if I don't mean to be like shitty, but I just thought the word was totally pretentious and, and, and I just didn't think it really worked. And um, I don't know if I still feel that way. I haven't listened to those things in a long time. I haven't checked them out in a long time. But um, but I think the thing about making pretentious music, which I'm completely okay with, I I like a lot of pretentious music. You just gotta be really good. You Mm -hmm. just gotta be really good at it. Back it up. Like I I want, I want you know Jarvis Cocker doing Pulp. I want uh you know Bob Dylan is pretentious as fuck. Radiohead is pretentious. But he's so good at writing. Radiohead is pretentious. We mentioned them earlier. You know, just you just gotta sell it and um. You know, I think uh, this is one of those cases where there's not a lot of selling going on. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, repackaging, and uh, you know, they're trying—they're trying to sell us something, but they're—they're not salesmen. Yeah.
0: They're not
3: barely musicians.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I would just like to mention it's—it's nearing the end of our episode, and we're on song number four, guys. Yeah. This is song number four. We've we've been on
2: song number four, like for the last like three or four conversation points. Yeah,
3: maybe a hundred years. last, uh, I don't know. Uh, when I go outside, will the Statue of Liberty be buried in sand? I,
0: I did stop writing after song number seven because I was I. I What'd you have there? Yeah, I, I basically. It might be the worst song that I've heard up till this point doing this podcast. Wow. The one that's just The Water, water And yeah. they just play water for, you know, I think it's like two minutes at the end. It's some pretty oh, but, but it's got a right really there. clever title. <laughs> called
3: The Water Song. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't even be bothered to come up with a song title. <laughs> Have you ever heard the uh the Cornelius? To the album
1: magic <laughs> of the water. Point? Yeah. Yeah. There is a very, very good use of water.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm and, not saying that. but no,
1: what what I'm saying is that is an example of <laughs> like, oh, what a cool concept. Here's a thing. And what these two <laughs> Scottish humans did uh, was was not that. And it was it what was about bad. like
3: Handel's water music, where he like made painstaking efforts to write an entire piece with many instruments. Arranged to simulate what he thought the musical equivalent of water was. You know, it's just, it's like, this water lacks so much effort. Sings
0: it through. Oh, wizard of changes, teach me the lesson of flowing. Alright. I guess we'll go around the room then and discuss. Uh, how about everybody just say we... fail at the same time? I'm not gonna do it. Uh, uh, Alright. One, two, three. Fail. fail.
3: No. <laughs> oh.
1: Guys. I had to listen to this record. <laughs> <laughs> and I think everyone oh, no. else should have to listen to it. <laughs> it's a punishment You're thing. Say are I I I am I, I will say this. I, I un will I uh, I can't see it on
0: that I can't unlisten to this.
1: Fuck. Uh I would say the Minotaur song is <laughs> worth anyone's oh time, the admission price. Cuz man that that is it it, it it it's so it's so bad it turns back around to being Maybe that's on the room,
3: huh? Maybe that's on <laughs> M- the room. Maybe it is. Minotaur like, song yeah. might be the room. It, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, We're like you got something out of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: like <laughs> you guys almost did a thing. And
3: the lyrics I, are just so fucking poorly executed. In every song, he just goes on and on. Yeah, it's just.
0: And to go back to the o- only thing that I found enjoyable is the Bahamian spiritual "I Bid You Goodnight,"
3: which is in the cellular song. Yeah, and I did. I actually agree it that for with about the, a minute. Yeah, it's one twelfth of that song. Yeah. 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 I think that is that moment. I'm glad that you acknowledge that because that's the one thing that my ears perked up and I said, "Oh, I like the clapping in there. I like I, I like yeah. the spiritual quality of it." Like
0: which is sad. It's like that part in Rocky 5 when they're watching National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation on the TV at Christmas and you're like I could be watching National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, <laughs> but I'm watching Rocky uh, V. <laughs> Rocky
3: is not so good. I've never
2: seen Rocky V. Uh, oh, don't uh, worry. <laughs> it's
3: actually the worst one, isn't it? Of course it, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is that yeah. yes. so, yeah. the one
2: where Rocky becomes a cop? <laughs> no. It's cop land. Cop right, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's cop land.
1: <laughs> can, I, can I say this really quick? Yeah. Um, you you had brought it up in our little thread, but I had written it down beforehand. Um, just to, to give everyone an idea of just... Who these humans are, Uh, there there was a quote for this uh, about the album title, and it was, The hangman is death, and the beautiful daughter is what comes after. Or you might say the hangman's the past 20 years of our life, and the beautiful daughter is now... Or you can make up your own meaning. Your interpretation is as good as ours. Yeah, that was bullshit. Mother fuck <laughs> you fucking fuckers. Yeah, let's, everyone should listen to this
2: record so they can experience what I did. I would like to say, I, I, don't, I don't know if anyone out there is listening, but if, if you're listening and you're a fan of the Incredible String Band, I want to hear from you. Uh, I. I think it's weird sometimes when we, we when we find something that we we all dislike. I think that we all tr- rightfully dislike this because I think it's a garbage record. But it's always weird when there's a record that is has has no one in its corner. There's no one defending it in there's, any way. Yeah, yeah. There's there like yeah. I, I want to hear from someone who's like, oh yeah, this is my favorite record, and this is why. I want to I want to know why. Yeah, it, it, it's got it was picked for a reason. I'm
0: baffled at what the reason could be. I think it fell out of my ass. Hit me up. 1001 album Club at gmail. Yes. You can do oh. that. Or you can do, go on Facebook or you can go on 1001albumclub.com and leave a message or that, whatever. I'm really glad you I'll said it, like that. will give it to Ben.
3: Because that's something I've been thinking about too is, is just a like a counterpoint because there's been some universal distaste going on and i think that because we've been stuck in this rut of the bias of this book that is like we're just feeling exhausted by it and we're feeling exhausted by uh their choices and so it's i think it, it would be great to hear somebody make a cogent argument uh for some of these records that we are negative Hating about because they're bad
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right on that note <laughs> Next time, we'll be talking about The Kinks Are... Thank good God. The Green yes. Preservation Society. Oh, all right. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Straight from the shoulder, I think like a soldier. I know what's right and what's wrong. He knows what's right and what's
3: wrong. You
0: discriminating buffalo
3: man And I'll do what's wrong as long as I can He'll do what's wrong as long as he
0: can I live in a labyrinth under the sea Down in the dark as dark as can be I like the dark as dark as can be